1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, June the 1st. And another loss Third straight extra inning game. Third straight extra inning loss for this Phillies team. Said it rock bottom yesterday. I lied. Rock bottom today. Rock bottom tomorrow. (laughs) Who knows how deep the bottom can go. Um, Just another brutal loss yesterday as this team is. I mean, I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, they're they're twenty one and twenty nine on the season. I mean, the the Pittsburgh Pirates have a better record than them. The Pittsburgh Pirates have a better record than the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> oh man, the Baltimore Orioles have a better record. I think the the Pirates uh, payroll is like sixty eight million. I believe the uh, the um. Orioles payroll's like uh, 45000000 million. They're 21 and 30, so they're just a half game worse than the Phillies. Pirates are 21 and 27. They have a $69 million payroll as opposed to the Phillies. $248 million payroll? I mean, what an embarrassment. There's really no other word for what the Phillies are to start June other than a, an embarrassment. Disgrace. Any of those words suffice. What a joke. Honestly. And the only thing we have to look forward to is tomorrow's an off day and hopefully they fire Joe Girardi. That's it. Another disastrous night from Girardi. I mean, what the what is this guy thinking? What is he doing it, over and over again? The Ranger I mean, uh Nick Nelson decision late in the game. The go into Bilotti in the tenth. I mean, what are you doing? I know you're you're short in the pen, but Jesus, man, like maybe you go back on your multiple days in a row rule because you're, I don't know, falling out of the season. The season is slipping away from this team. I always say, if you've listened to me over the years, if you listen to this show, you know I always say June 1st. June 1st is the day I start to really... Take a gander at those standings and and start to really, I don't know, start to take them seriously. And there's still a lot of baseball left. You know, I kept talking about, I mean, mean, it sounds ridiculous now and I don't, it's not meant to be a, it's early thing. It's just a fact that last year the Braves were under 500 August. So, you know, June 1st isn't this ironclad thing, but when you're 21 and 29 on June 1st, when you're like 12 and a half games out or whatever it is in the division, yeah, then I think it's okay to say, man, eh, thing's not great. Not okay. Not still early. Phillies are 12 and a half out of the division. The Mets are 34 and 17. Phillies are 21 and 29. It's an embarrassment. This team's an embarrassment this year. I mean, this year, all the lofty expectations, the going over the luxury tax, the... All that stuff, and then to come out and give us this, it is... (sighs) Again, you don't really have words for it. I mean, what are the words, you know? Disgraceful, that's a word. Embarrassing, that's a word. Disappointing. You know, none of these even come close to really encapsulating what a disappointment this team has been so far. And I mean, just fire this guy. Like, get rid of Joe Girardi. How much worse can it get? Again, as I've said many times over the last couple weeks as we've just been kind of waiting out the clock on the end of this disastrous era of Phillies baseball known as the Joe Girardi era, this era of of unfulfilled hopes and dreams, this era of corpse-like baseball, this era of, uh, of uh, a zombie squad. Can we end it? Can we end this era of a team that just doesn't seem to give a crap? After the game, College Forward said it is what it is, and, and that's out of context. But in general, I mean, this is this the we've talked so many times about this team taking that Girardi mentality. Oh, it's early. Oh, there's another game. Oh, ho, ho, ho. It's June 1st. You're 12 and a half games out of the NL East. 12 and a half. It's over. The division it's over. See ya. Bye bye. See ya, NL East. It was a fun dream while we had it. Good one. I mean, I'm I'm wondering if they're going to finish above 500 at this point. I I like I have zero faith in this team right now. Like I'm so done with it, it's early. I'm so done. It's June 1st. We're there. This team's a bad baseball team. They're a bad baseball team that doesn't know how to win. And... Honestly, again, like as I was saying, the the in-game decisions are disastrous. Yet again, I mean, oh my God, pulling the Castellanos uh, for Roman Quinn when you need to. He could have been the ghost Runner anyway. I, I just I like I need to control myself. I get so angry about this guy running our team, this this loser of a manager that we have, this this corpse of a manager, this just mmm. I I, I I dislike the way he manages my team. He seems like a wonderful human. No problems with him as a human as a as a baseball manager I dislike him. And again, even if it weren't for the just continuous night after night after night after night horrendous tactical decisions, just a disastrous tactical manager night after night after night after night, after night even without that. Even if he were good, you fire the guy now. You do something. We've talked all season long, and a big part of this is Joe Girardi's fault. But how this team has zero accountability—how it really just doesn't matter what you do one night for the next. Odubo Herrera, you can not back up a play at second base; the ball goes into center field, a run scores. You end up losing the game. That was the turning point of the game. Starting lineup next night, no problem. Get in there, buddy. You can do better. Up, up, up. You stunk. Up, up. No problem. Get back out there. Oh. Stupid baseball. Yeah, no problem. Just get back out there. Get early. It's early. It's early. Guys, it's early. <laughs> it's early. It's a long season. It's a marathon. Enough. 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 Honestly, honestly. Like, so here's the thing. I mean, as uh, I mentioned the other day, uh, and I thought it was a great point by ever made on Twitter, I again, I apologize for not remembering, but that there was no way they were going to fire Joe Girardi with Gabe Kapler in town. Outstanding point. Of course they weren't. Of course. You know, why would uh, doing the best thing for the baseball team impede... Um, you are um uh, thinking about um the reaction to things, right? Yeah. Um but regardless, we knew they weren't gonna do it, but but tomorrow's the day. It has to be the day. Off day. I, I almost don't know if I want them to win or lose tonight. Like if they lose, it's like a lock, right? I mean <laughs> it won't be, will it? They'll lose tonight and they won't fire tomorrow and we'll all just come in saying this team, guys, this team, this incredibly, 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 incredibly frustrating. Root for. I'm so upset I stayed up last night. It was like midnight. It was like 11.30 or whatever, really. It was like 11.30, whatever, 11 o'clock when the game ended. The game started 6.45 and it's like 11. I'm so upset I stayed up. That Jock Peterson home run was like, you know what, bleep you guys. Bleep you. Bleep you for making me stay up. Bleep you, Alec Boehm, for extending the game in the, in the 10th. You know, enough, all right? Enough. Enough. Gene, we all know you're going to lose this game. Just lose it. Let me go to bed. That's how I felt. That's what this team has beaten me down to. I am at the point where this team, where last night in an extra inning baseball game, I just wanted them to lose so I could go to bed because I knew they were going to lose. I knew it. I was texting with my buddy Dan. We're like, can we just go to bed because they're going to lose? We all know it. Why are they making us stay up just to torture us like this? And oh, oh, what happened? Oh, God. I, <laughs> is that Jack Peterson home run the most predictable hit in the history of baseball? I mean, who didn't see that coming right there? Andrew Bellotti on the hill. Oh, God. Normally we go through the game and do the whole, like, oh, this is what happened. I didn't want to. I do not care. I do not care about it. It was a stone cold loss from the jump. We all should have known. Ranger stunk, still not there, not good enough. Just not good enough. I mean, Ranger doesn't even get through five again. Really been just struggling. You know, Ranger goes four and a third, two earned, three walks, five hits, five Ks, just not good enough. The lineup, not close to good enough. Nine hits throughout the game. Hoskins, the only one with two. <sighs> JT had a nice hit early in the game, score run. Yeah, you know, that's how you feel. The bomb single in the 10th was nice because it was, you know, Nice to see. But, you know, you didn't need to pinch run. Or you didn't need to, uh, you know, put Quinn in earlier. Could have waited. They got Nick Castellanos. Oh, and the game comes down to Roman Quinn with the bases loaded? No way! You would never guess it! Bryce Harper coming up with two on. Oh, wait, they're walking him to load the b- Oh, of course they are. Because Nick Castellanos isn't on deck against the lefty in the game. No. No, no, no. Uh, Camilla Duvall in. But regardless, I mean, come on. What are we doing here? I just They lose 7-4. Insult to injury. Literally, Gene Segura hit on the hand. Broken finger. He'll be out for a little while for sure. Um, had cooled down, but still at 275. One of the best hitters on the team. It's the second best average of anyone who is a starting, uh, you know, consistently starting player after Bryce Harper. Uh, you know, losing Gene right now is—he's your best defensive player, which is you know sad to say, but but true. And uh, second best offensive player so far this season. So you know, third best, whatever you want to say, depending on power and how much you value that. But um, so Gene's out for a little while, which is great because they clearly got a lot of middle infield help there, right? You know, Stott. Stott. By the way, Stott getting that hit in 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 the ninth. Um, to keep that game, I, I like that was about as surprising in at bat in a, as I've ever seen in my life. Um, they didn't end up, you know, I end up going extras anyway. But I was shocked he got a hit when he had to come in for Gene When he got hit, um, you know, so you got Stott. I mean, Didi's not back yet. Didi's doing a rehab assignment. So I mean, what do you even do? Camargo at short, Stott at second. I don't know. <sighs> Man, and it really did. You know, just from and, and look, fired Girardi. Boom. Very simple. Joe has to go. There's no dispute about that. But um, I will say, and I think a lot of people have brought this up recently just in general to talk about the team, you know, it started to really spiral downhill. But, you know, Dave Dombrowski should not exceed blame either. You know, John Middleton went out and spent money. You know, I give John Middleton credit. Now, He's still the owner of the team. Ultimately, it all falls back on all these guys. And you know, if they stink, they stink. And, and that's the way it is. But but I do I do feel for John Middleton because that dude did go out and say, here's my checkbook, sign these guys. Let's let's frickin' win finally. Enough of this. And you know, some of this has to be on Dabrowski. I mean, the fact that the the you don't have a right handed bat, bases loaded, no outs and you have to bring in Odubo Herrera to pinch hit for Mickey Moniak because Roman Quinn as a switch hitter is the only right-handed bat you got on your bench? That's it? That's the roster construction we have here? And again, as much as I'll bang on Girardi, I mean, this bullpen sucks. It stinks. Sir Anthony Dominguez, who again was phenomenal last night, is the only reliever on this team who I have any faith in whatsoever. That's it, and the old and look Cnabel. I like that signing. I think he's a good pitcher. He's had some struggles, you know, and he's been good at times too. But other than that, like I hated the familiar signing. Whoop, how's how's that looking? All these other guys, Norwood, Belladi, all these guys. That's on Dombrowski. Dombrowski needs to take some blame for that. Look, Kyle Schwarber underperforming. It's hard to blame Nubrowski for that. Schwarber's stinking. Now, to be fair, you could say, why'd you go sign Castellanos and Schwerber instead of signing, I don't know, like Castellanos and Story or Castellanos and uh, Correa or whatever and actually filling the the whole the gaping hole at shortstop the have, and just say, oh, I know we have Didi at forty nine million, but let's be smart here. Let's look at how our team is constructed. Let's build it the right way. Or maybe sign a center fielder. Starling Marte. I talked about that in, you know, in the offseason. as a guy I wanted them to go get. You know where Starling Marte's looking really good? In the Mets outfield. I mean, Marte and Castellanos, his team looks completely different. Correa and Castellanos, his team looks completely different. So you do have to, you know, you got to give Dombrowski some blame for that. And then the way this, this roster is produced. I mean, again, he does deserve blame. I think Girardi is the ultimate culprit from... You know, the fact that look, this team is better than twenty-one and twenty-nine. I don't care. Look, they're bad. I'm not. I'm not doing the the they'll turn it around thing. I'm doing the they are underperforming thing. You know, that that yes, even though, um, you know, I, I, they're bad, and I'm not trying to say they should be they are deserve to be better or anything. But they they are more talented than they've shown. There's no. I mean, when you look back, like. I mean again, like some of the ones like like uh like let's do the twenty sixteen team. We talked about that the other day. Johnny Heller tweeted that out, right? The twenty sixteen Phillies. Let's just take a quick look. Let's pull it up on the fly. And let's take a quick look at the twenty sixteen Phillies. And this is a team that to this point in the season had a better record than this current Phillies team. It's a team that ended the season 71 and 91. 20 games low under it. This is the starting lamp. Okay? Ready? You ready for this? Okay. Catcher, Cameron Rupp. Okay, first base. You ready for this one? Tommy Joseph, along with Ryan Howard at the the last season of his career. Second base, Cesar Hernandez. Shortstop, Freddie Galvez. Third base, Mike Calfranco. An outfield of Cody Ashey, Odubo Herrera, and Peter Borges, with Tyler Goodell and Aaron Altair filling in. Your starting rotation, Jeremy Hellickson, Jared Eichhoff. Vince Velasquez, Aaron Nola, Zach Afflin, your uh, bullpen. How about those guys like Adam Morgan, Jake Thompson, Alec Asher, Phil Klein, Luis Garcia, Adubri Ramos, Jenmar Gomez? That's the team the Phillies are tracking with right now. It was a 71 and 91 baseball team. You heard those players. So, point being, the Phillies are not that bad. They're playing that bad. They deserve their record. They deserve their record, and they have had a tough schedule and all that. But this team has to be better. So, so Girardi has to take blame for that for his horrible game managing, his tactical decisions, and the general overall culture that he has caught uh, that he has fostered here in Philadelphia, which seems to be a culture of "we'll get him tomorrow." It seems to be a culture of. Eh. That's the culture. That's what Joe Girardi has created here—a culture of, you know what? No biggie. Eh, we'll go out tomorrow. We'll get him tomorrow. There's always another baseball game. That's the culture he's created here. That's the what every player talks about. It's the permeated thing throughout the clubhouse. It's it's what you hear after every game. It's what you see on the field every night with this team, just the deflated energy of this squad. Again, I go back to that Alex Coffee story where, you know, players and, and families of players are talking about they don't look like they're having fun, how they're low energy. I mean, that is damning. Damning. There's no one who knows what they're, they're, someone looks like if they're having fun more than their frickin' family who's been watching play baseball their entire life. Their whole life, like we talk about travel baseball, high school baseball, college baseball, minor league, this, that. They've been with them through all of it. And for them to be able to step back and say, man, it looks like you guys are having fun at all. Like, what's going on? There's no energy. I mean, that's damning. That is so damning. And that has to come back on Joe Girardi. And again, you know, once Gir- Girardi's gone, then it is Dombrowski in the crosshairs. And, you know, even though I thought Dombrowski had a good offseason, it's not bearing fruit. Again, there are spots that we knew were issues. We knew the bullpen was a big-time question mark. We knew the bench was flawed. We knew there were redundancies in the lineup, particularly defensively. Big holes. You know, when you look back to last season, the Chase Anderson, Matt Moore signs to fill out the rotation, the bullpen that Dombrowski put together last year, the bullpen Dombrowski put together this year, I mean... There is reason to complain about the job Dave Dombrowski's done. But, having said that, I will say that I do think that, at least currently at the moment, Joe Girardi is failing the Phillies even more than the Phillies are failing Joe Girardi. But I do think it goes both ways. Again, the fact the Phillies are 21-29, and 29, they are 12 and a half games back in the Mets, they have the uh, uh, same record as the Marlins, essentially. The Marlins are 19-27. and 27. I mean, the, again, the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are horrible, are 25 and 26. The Rockies are 22 and 26. mean, the Phillies are one of the worst teams in baseball who are not like the, you know, the Royals are 16 and 32. There are a couple really bad teams. But the Orioles are 21 and 30. That's one and a half game worse. The Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles. The Phillies are 12 and a half out on June 1st. I mean, this is so unacceptable on so many levels. It really is just a, a a bleep show this Philly season so far, and now Segura going down is such a such a big injury. Such a big injury. I mean, it really is painful for this team, and you know, just a, a you know, sometimes sometimes season spiral, and I'm not saying we're there yet. But this does feel like it's heading towards a spiral, like it could head towards a spiral. You know, Segura injury, the struggles, if they keep losing, you know, if they don't fire Girardi and they keep kind of heading down this, I mean, we're, they're in a precarious spot right now. I mean, the NL East is over. I mean, you never know, obviously, and all that, but the NL East it's over. The Phillies have never come back from more than eight and a half down to win a division. I mean, you know, they're 12 and a half back. Yeah, the wild card should theoretically keep them in it the, unless they just keep losing games. I mean, at a certain point you create a hole for yourself you can't dig out of. I mean, they're eight games under right now. I mean, think about that. Just to get back to five hundred, they'd have to win eight straight, which they've done once since twenty eleven. Once. Just to get back to five hundred. The Mets are thirty four and seventeen. So, yeah, the wild card's there, but this is they're they're in a precarious way. More fifty games in the season. 50 games. They're in a precarious spot right now. This Philly season is hanging by a thread. It's hanging by a thread. Now you just lost one of your best players for, who knows, a month, three weeks, whatever it is. I don't know. It could be six weeks. I don't know how bad the finger break is. It could be two weeks. I don't know. He's out. Certainly out right now. And yeah, the schedule gets easier, but at a certain point, if you can't win baseball games, this was a game of confidence and belief. I mean, this team has none of that right now. I mean, it does feel like they go out every night expecting to lose the game. And last night's a perfect example. Just finding ways to lose. Never the other way around. Never stealing games. Like the Mets. The Mets steal games all the time, it feels like. This Phillies team never does. They never do. They never do. Joe has to go. I think that's, that's so clear. But... You know, it just—I mean, I don't even know if they waited too long. Like, I, it's just—it—I it, I don't know how any Phillies fan isn't somewhat just despondent about this team right now. And they're in risk of, of look, we're heading into the summer. I mean, they're at risk of losing this 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 fan base over the summer. I mean, if this continues on this trend, and they're they're out. I mean, you know, it's an ugly summer. And this was supposed to be the 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 year. And I know we've had a few of those the last few years—the Harper signing—and then. The JT trade and this, and then we've done all this stuff where it's like, here we go, 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 and at no time have we ever gone. And this was the one. They went over the tax. They made those big moves. It really did feel real. Finally, it really felt like this is it. We 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 made it. We made it. Things are gonna be fun again, and they're not they're quite the opposite in fact with those signings and the increased excitement uh it just makes the the you know the um the gut shot that much more painful the embarrassment that much more upsetting so you know you just hope they they find a way to turn around quick you hope they find a way to um find some life um Find some passion, some fire, fight. I don't know, fight a little bit. You know the fighting fills. Um, what a nickname that is right now. Um, but it's ugly, man. It's gonna be interesting. Tomorrow's a big day. It's an off day tonight. Uh, I'll be at the game tonight with some midday show listeners. The Joe DeCameron, John Richie, I'll be down there. So if you're at the game, try and come say hi. I'll be around. I don't know what section I'm in yet, but I will definitely be at the game. So um, good pitching matchup tonight. Nola against Rodone, who's, who's super nasty when he's on. Um... You know, so fun one down there. Gabe's last game here um, for the season. But um, tomorrow's an off day. Tomorrow's an off day. So if they lose, there's going to be a lot of expect- expectation. they fired And even if they win, it's going to be an interesting one. So we'll see the Angels coming to town this weekend. So Trout, of course, the Angels finally winning games. We're not. So frustrating, frustrating time. Frustrating time. Let's hope they can... Um, Find a way to inject some life into this season immediately, because starting ahead to towards a uh, a potentially ugly finish, um, we'll say it's June first. Time to start something. We'll say it. I guess it starts tonight. Probably won't. We'll say either way. Maybe Joe Girardi gets fired tomorrow. <laughs> either way, we'll talk about it. Uh, so until then, um, fun fun times, guys. Um, we'll say what happens. Hopefully they. Make a move, they get some fire, and something changes. Uh, either way, we'll be back tomorrow to react to whatever happens tonight. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Philly Today right here on the Philly's 24-7 Network. You could spend
1: the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We'll <laughs>